Hello, everybody, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliette. And I'm Jessen. And today we'll be reviewing Dirty Exes by Rachel Van Dyken, the first book in her Dirty Exes duet. But before we dive in, you guys, please, please go hit that subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform, and please rate and review us. It really helps others to find us. Justin and I love getting feedback from our listeners, so follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom. If you're looking for some extras, join our Patreon for access to exclusive giveaways, a look behind the scenes of our episodes, and exclusive content, including monthly videos featuring Q&As and some fun games. Special shout out to our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. We appreciate you supporting the podcast. Alrighty. So let's chit chat before let's we get jump into it. In. Yeah. Let's. What's going on with you? Well, okay. So last weekend I had one of the best like reading weekends I've had in a long time, <laughs> which I've heard about all week long, by the way. <laughs> I was just bored. <laughs> so I try to fit in as much. If you follow me on Instagram, I always do a quick review on Monday of what I've read throughout the week. I love your quick reviews. Thanks. I try. I try to, you know, keep but, that going. And it also holds me accountable for actually writing yeah. a review for books like all the time. That's too much high maintenance for me, guys. I'm like, oh, look at all the stuff Justin's doing. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just going to go click on mine and Goodreads. Read it. <laughs> read it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a goal. That was kind of like a resolution for me to yeah. try to actually review, even if it's just like two paragraphs. Yeah. On I, I love seeing what you have to say about things because then I'm. But yeah. I also thought like, hey, this is kind of my recommendation for mm-hmm. um, listeners. Like if they like the books that we review, then maybe yeah. they'll like the books that I rate four and five stars. Yeah, because we, we don't review. get the podcast every yeah, single. Exactly. But I <laughs> do, I do find some potential ones that might be on yes. the podcast. So I had a really good weekend. I had like the majority of my books were four and five stars. I actually think the majority were five stars, which wow. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh, it was nice. crazy. Um, but anyway, the first book that I read, uh, I think this was a four and a half star book was Center of Gravity and by KK Allen. And, um, it just like, I remember I was sitting down on Saturday morning because I wake up super early and uh-huh. weird. And it reminded me of a 90s movie, Center Stage. And I had it recorded what? on the TV. So I put it on while I was uh, reading because I'm a multitasker. I like to do both. She does. She always has something going in the background. Yeah. I know. always have music or a movie on in the background because I need <laughs> both. But anyway, um, and I was just thinking, man, I love 90s movies so oh, much. Yeah. Like 90s movies are the best movies uh, ever. Wait, hold up. Wait a minute. What did oh, you just no. say? <laughs> Oh, oh my no. god, like are you challenging stop. me? 90s movies are the best. 80s movies are the best. Whatever rat oh pack. God. Whatever rat pack. <laughs> um, please, pretty in pink. Sixteen candles. Squeeze me. Uh, I have a Club. lot to say about pretty in pink. There's a very okay. creepy element in there. But anyway. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of creepy Club. elements in the John Hughes Breakfast movies. Club, I'll give it to you, but I'm yeah, sorry. We, um so center good. stage, ten things I hate about you. Oh, I do love Clueless. that. Clueless. I mean oh, as I do if. Love Clueless. As F. Oh my God. I could do a whole mini soda on like 90s movies. Oh yeah. They just, they went through like that phase too of doing like, mm-hmm. um, like, um, Jane Austen and Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, retellings. And isn't, I love that isn't, one. Isn't, um, Mean Girls 90s? Is Mean Girls 90s or is that in the 2000s? That's, I, I think know. it's early 2000s. Yeah. That's actually coming to the Sanger next year. We're going. You want to come with us? Yeah, absolutely. We're doing a girls trip. I definitely want to go. Okay. Definitely. It's going to be fun. Yay. Girls trip just planned right here on the podcast. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I just want to go to more plays in the Sanger though, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically got where I'm at stuff. in my life. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at in my life. Okay. Well, I guess that's enough about us because we have a lot to talk about in this podcast. All We're right, going to start guys. talking about Dirty Exes. Juliet's going to start us off. Here we go. Okay, so Dirty Exes is a multiple POV where we get the perspective of our three MCs. Yeah, that's right. Three, because this is a love triangle. Oh my God. (laughs) It kind of threw me for a loop too. Rachel Van Dyken puts a unique spin on the trope, which we won't talk about until we get into the spoiler section of the podcast, because there's lots to talk about. This steamy romance has the perfect balance of sexual tension and witty banter, exploring the character's romantic relationships while handling individual character growth with care. So true. Mm -hmm. So love triangles. You might be saying, really? Come on now. Are you going to do that? That's so old school. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. I didn't even know that it was a love triangle, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, until I started reading it because I I think 
just a person that I follow on Goodreads that I really respect their reviews. And I'm like, I majority, I like the things that they like. Yeah. yeah. So I picked up this book and I'm like, I'm going to try Dirty Axes. I've never, this is my first book by Rachel Van Dyken that I've ever read. And then I started reading and I get one POV, the uh, heroine's POV. And then (laughs) I get a hero's POV. And I was like, good. I like this. And then I get mm-hmm. another POV and I'm like, wait, wait who is this second. second guy? I'm like, wait, no. <clears throat> what is going on? So I was like kind of floored and I was like, I don't like this because I'm honestly, I don't care for love triangles. I mm-hmm. don't want it because I want, I don't want the angst that comes with it. And I also don't like it if like the heroine or the hero is caught between two women that he's actually like kind of dating both of mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and like kind of leading one on. I don't like that. Right. I, don't, right. I don't like the whole leading someone else on intentionally because you just can't make a fucking decision Mm -hmm. but that's not what this is i don't think this is what this is at all um i mean or love triangle something that you enjoy is that something you gravitate toward or i do not gravitate toward them however the the way this one is done i love i freaking love this book in the way that it's done because like you said there's never any kind of cheating or leading on going on. It's kind of like figuring shit out. Like who, you know what I mean? Like, right. And we'll get, we'll get into like more detail in the spoiler section. We'll talk about her handling of the love triangle, but we just got to say that it's unconventional. Very. We like the way that she handled it. Cause at first I was like, I honestly, my first reaction was like, do I want to finish this book? Yeah. But I was like, I'm being so biased. I'm like, just read it. (laughs) But I remember when you recommended it to me and you're like, uh, oh yeah, so yeah there's three POVs, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm like, you know, I told her, I was like, there's and, two potential guys, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to know which one you're gonna root for. And I rooted for the right one, just like you. <laughs> We're not gonna say anything. <laughs> so anyway, um, Rachel Van Dyken just has a different style. Really want to mm-hmm. get into that in the spoiler section. So I'm going to talk about our characters. main characters and just a little bit about them because can't spoil too much. So we have <laughs> our heroine, Blair. She is a lover scorn, guys. <laughs> I like this trope. Oh, yeah. And even though it's been done or said, I mean, you can't, you can't just like... No, this is like one of the most classic tropes. We love this. Yes. So after walking in on her husband with her best friend, Blair just walked right back out. (laughs) So So instead of getting closure, she started a PI business to uncover the cheaters of LA, which I'm like, fuck yes. Awesome. So awesome. You expose those cheaters. Best revenge. Exactly. And then we have Jesse. He's an ex-NFL quarterback. And Blair's former flame. Mm -hmm. They bump into each other on the streets of LA just as Blair is feeling ready to move out of her like wallowing stage. The, you know, messy bun, the sweat stage. (laughs) Cracks me up so much. I love it. Licorice hanging out of her pocket. She's hilarious. I love Blair. And he (laughs) asks her for her number and a reconnection seems possible. And then while Blair is out on a stakeout for a client, she meets Colin, a flirty (laughs) bartender with a man bun and a snake tattoo. (laughs) whose playful demeanor is as amusing as much as it is exasperating. And that's it. That's all you get. I can't say anymore that's because it. I will spoil things. That's it, guys. So I'm, so I'm sorry. We can't talk about it anymore. We yeah. will be moving on to the spoiler section Spoilery right now. time. If you have not read this book, please go read it and then come back and chat with us because we really want to chat about this book. It's amazing. Awesome. Please give this book a chance. And that's it. All right, guys. All right, guys. We are officially in spoiler territory. So first up, the showdown. As always, showdown, baby. Okay, I got my scene. I got my scene. I'm ready. Okay, so my showdown scene is Blair goes to Colin's penthouse. (laughs) And this is actually the morning after swing cunnilingus happens <laughs> um so actually it's kind of like two scenes bleeding into one because i couldn't separate yeah. one from the other honestly that should be a hashtag by the way swing cunnilingus yeah i'm like let's trend this mm, yeah. everyone should experience swing cunnilingus <laughs> and so in the middle of the night colin kind of wakes up and he's just kind of looking at blair and he's just like thinking about how he kind of met this one person mm-hmm. that makes him want to like it sounds cliche believe in love again yeah and but i like the way that this plays out because she wakes up and she's like what are you doing and he was just like (laughs) you know just looking at you whatever but then she ends up by just like rubbing his hair because it's so long like his tarzan hair quote unquote and 
what happens down. is she, she like tucks him in, like pulls a duvet. They don't do anything. They haven't even had sex besides the swing cunnilingus. And she just like <laughs> pulls a duvet over him and like mm-hmm. rubs his head. And he says, I fell asleep with her hands in my hair and her heart burrowing even deeper into my soul. <gasps> and I'm like, oh. And then whenever they actually wake up in the yeah. morning, um, it's like the morning after and he doesn't want her to leave. And so he's mm-hmm. like, I'll make you breakfast. Like, yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, I guess. Because like she's like a hard cookie to crack. Like she's been burned. And yes. so it's very – She's Khan got a hard shell. Yeah, definitely. exactly. Khan has to work for it. So he makes her eggs. I mean, he burns a couple before. He's like, you got to go over there because I can't concentrate. <laughs> So awesome. And then he makes her eggs and then he gives it to her. And then he's like, well, I got to go shower because, you know, got to do my bartender thing, which also I love that he's the owner, but he also likes to actually work. Yeah. I love that. Yes. But then she's like, where are you going? Your eggs are going to get cold. And he says, oh, I don't eat eggs. I just have them for baking. And first of all, I picked this scene because (laughs) I also don't like eggs. (laughs) This is why you love Colin so much. I think it's because it's like that act of love. It's like mm-hmm. making something that you don't even like for a person that you know they like it. And right. it's just because I want to spend more time with you. Yes. And I'm just like, oh my God, Colin. And honestly, that part of it, that part of him making her her something that he doesn't even like, throws it for a loop because she's like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Yes. Why would he do this? Like, what's Why is Colin making me eggs? What is he doing? Like, I don't know if it has a deeper meaning or if this is yeah. just I want to get in your pants. Yeah. And so like, I just like how what that sets off because he is being so genuine mm-hmm. and she's still filling it out. But this is like, we already know what Colin wants in this yeah. In this scene. He wants forever. He doesn't want her to leave. And he says that. I just want you to stay. And I'm just like, fuck yes, Colin. Yes, yes, yes. I fucking love Colin Y'all, Colin. You know what? And again, I keep doing this every single time. I think about our book boyfriend list. I'm like, why didn't I put Colin on my Mm -hmm. book boyfriend list? Because when I reread for the podcast, I was like, oh my God, he's so hot. That's the problem about (sighs) reviewing books that you love. It's like everyone that we review all these main characters deserves yeah. their time in the spotlight yeah. <laughs> because they're so amazing. We're going to do a part two book boyfriend list. What, I'm just oh, telling I'll be, you. I think, we have to. I think now that we've done our ultimate book boyfriends, we should do our 2019 book yes. boyfriends. You know what I'm saying? Like every like year. Books, books we've read in 2019, not like yeah. 2019 and I made, releases. I actually made on Goodreads, I actually made like a shelf that says 2019 reads. So Oh God, she's going to start actually, coming down on me now. Oh she's yeah, I'm going to like, like, get organized, Juliet. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Uh, So my showdown showdown scene. Okay. I feel like we flip-flopped this time because usually I do like one of these like deeper emotional Uh and you do the playful ones. Well, I'm doing the playful one. I love playful ones though. I picked the one when they first meet. Oh, I love that scene, though. This scene is the cutest, cutest meet cute I have ever, like, y'all, I just, like, I'm dying. I do like it. So she is going to spy on Jessie, who is her new target, because she's a PI. Yeah, she just found out that Jessie's actually her target. Yeah, So that's why she ducks. So she walks into the bar. She's in, like, this little black dress and her heels, because she's supposed to, like, sort of seduce the target and Mm -hmm. try to get him to cheat or whatever. See if if they'll see if they take the bait. Well, she sees him, and so she falls on all four behind the bar and then all of a sudden this cute bartender is on all fours beside her is like blind date yeah (laughs) she's like like, what are we doing she's like something like that you know (laughs) and then she's she's like like, you know i'm a cop cop? okay yeah yeah, i'm a cop and he's like okay he says all right say for one second i believe you what the hell are you doing on the floor she's like spying i rolled my eyes Uh uh-huh his grin was really cute and so then she starts noticing his man bun and he's totally playing it up you know Mm -hmm. he's like well what would you like to drink since you're down here so Mm -hmm. she goes he goes and gets her a drink she's like "Ooh, it's top shelf thank you yeah like oh and he's like only best for my partner that's right you know so he's totally playing up this whole like he's playing into this like she's doing she's legit hiding behind his bar and it's not like going along with it yeah y'all it's not like they're just like having a little conversation he's like down on all fours and she's like is this knob creek Mm -hmm, good mouth you know like they are totally having an entire it's conversation like on the floor. It off. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, so what's my role? Like <laughs> yeah, he's ready to be in on this. Yeah. And it's just the cutest thing. It was, it was the cutest. I just could imagine this super sexy man bun bartending right. snake tattooed dude on all fours just toying with her. And you I know? think what I like and I think what the meet cute honestly gets the message across about mm-hmm. what their relationship's going to be the rest of the book is that first of all she's not worried about like impressing him like right. she gets into so many like weird situations <laughs> and he witnesses them Yeah, and um, he goes along with it. He's so playful and he just like 
in the midst of all that playfulness, he gets to know her. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's like, how do you do this? Yeah. He just like opens her up like a book. He just yeah. like, boop. It's amazing. So, so yeah. I let great, great, so great that's scene. My scene. Good, so this is a tough one to pick. This is a tough one. one. But I think that this book has so many scenes because I had so many backup scenes. I was like, what? what this one's good. I know, and me then too. this one's good. Well, like the swing scene. The swing scene. <laughs> the whole swing backup. scene that was prelude to my Hello. scene was fucking flaming hot. <laughs> we just had a whole conversation about that yeah, before. before we started the podcast. <laughs> it was, yeah. Hot. It was hot. So, okay, guys, let's get into well, the breakdown. Before we get to the oh. breakdown, just like spoiler section, um, I want to talk about, so who did you initially like whenever you were oh, Colin. Okay. Yeah. Not that I didn't like Colin, but whenever I started reading, we get Blair's POV. Then we get Jesse's POV and he's like, I'm like, Oh, well this is a second mm-hmm. chance romance. Yeah. And I want to say that the blurb only mentions Jesse mentions nothing about Colin. And so yeah. I went into this thinking Blair and Jesse. And so I found myself and like whenever I reflected back on the first time that I read it, I found, I found myself just like, but she's supposed to be with Jesse, right? Yeah. You know, okay. kind of oh, second was, guessing myself. And I was like, yeah. but Colin's so sweet. And I'm like, but isn't she supposed to be with Jesse? And also Jesse's yeah. going through his stuff where you feel like he deserves to have a happy right. ending. So right. like, that really fucked with my mind because I was like, but Jesse needs an HEA. Yeah. So I was feeling bad about Jesse. And I was like, I feel like Blair, didn't they have an awesome connection yeah. before he ran away to his, you know, yeah. NFL trading deal, whatever. Well, and I'm so going to admit, was, she totally tricked me. Like, I originally was like, oh, Jesse, he's so cute. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I was really rooting for him. And then Colin stepped in. And I'm like, holy hell, what's going on? I By the end of the book, well, I probably about 70% in, I knew. I was like, okay, yeah. no, we're not turning away from Colin no, now. Colin's, and I was like, Colin's, Colin's, Colin's <laughs> end game. I was 100% yeah. committed to Colin by the end of the book. Yes. But like I said, in the, in beginning, the beginning, I was like, no, Jesse. Yes, me too. Which I, I, I think, okay, I'll agree to that. I think that I that's what made Rachel Van Dyken's writing style so unique to me because mm-hmm. I've never felt that way before. I usually pick a side in love triangles, whatever. Yeah. I think I had, I've run across a lot more love triangles in YA. I think it just happens that way. I think that, right. Well, that's kind of love. a YA trope, right? You exactly. know, a, fam- a popular but trope. I know that I've always picked one person and I've always stuck to that. Mm-hmm. And so for Rachel Van Dyken, I was like, wait, but which one? Well, I don't know which one. <laughs> well, and that's what I remember when you first recommended it to me. You're like, look, there's two guys in here and you didn't tell me who was going to end no, up with her. I refuse. Yeah. She's very good about non-spoiling for me. Yeah. Thank goodness. But um, I remember you saying like, you know, Juliet, you're not going to really know who he's supposed to be with at first. And you were totally right. Like I was totally like, Jesse. And then Colin came in. I'm like, oh my God. Like, wait. Yeah. But I love him too. <laughs> he's adorable. So that's what I think makes her and also because Blair ne- her and Jesse never once kiss mm-hmm. they don't do anything right besides Jesse sending her some flirty texts and she doesn't even reciprocate because the whole time she's investigating him so right. it's not even she's trying to be professionally <laughs> like a love triangle it's like you're not your normal love triangle yes. where there's actually feelings there's nostalgic feelings towards mm-hmm. Jesse it's kind of like oh it's the guy that got away yeah we you know? once had something yes but they never really rekindle it in this novel which is I'm just like I'm so floored by how she yeah, pulled it was so this. clever it was cleverly it was- cleverly written this is when I read I was like okay this was my first Rachel Van Dyken book and I was like okay this woman can write like this is awesome yeah exactly and then um, her other one that I read the duet that I uh, read after was Fraternize and it follows the same kind of the same kind of format where there's three three POVs and she doesn't Mm -hmm. just write love Mm -hmm. triangle she does have just like straight up romances like no love triangle but anyway I just wanted to say that so let's get into our breakdown here we go guys all right so in the beginning Blair is hiding in the sewer with a camera to capture a cheater in the act it is so funny she's crawling through the sewer her business partner and best friend has lured him out of the bar they're like in the alley or whatever mm-hmm. he's like about to get down and dirty yeah in he's about alley. to get down and dirty like, like i even remember saying oh my god she's taking one for the team because yeah. like she kissed let him kiss her yeah, <laughs> she's like "Ooh, girl don't let him do that <laughs> it's so funny so they started dirty exes because they had both been done wrong and were burned by their exes both right. been cheated on mm-hmm. and by um, and so they met, I think it was the night of the, it was the night of the, both of them, both of them out found that, out they were cheaters. Mm-hmm. Like she went to get way, like went to the, someone yeah, Blair walks in on her ex yes. husband. I mean, it was her husband at the time husband with her best husband, friend, her best friend. Yeah. On their bed. 
and just and she runs to her wine bar and yeah. at that wine bar she witnesses isla throwing her wine in the face, <laughs> face and i like i like ex. the interaction because she's like that's what i should have done to my husband she does she didn't she didn't stand up for herself and this Mm-mm. actually plays into it guys because she never really got closure right with him and told him everything that she exactly. should exactly i think that that plays a huge part yes. in everything that happens in the novel with Blair. I agree. Definitely it affects her yeah, character motivation. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's right there. Everything. It's right there. So, um, Blair's, ha- oh, we talked about that. Blair, Blair's ex was the comfortable kind of guy. And that's, what's really kind of sad. She met him when she was at a low point in her life, um, which we'll talk about more later, why it was a low point, but she felt like he was the safe guy. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? And the fact that he ended up not being the safe guy is so mm-hmm. gutting, but that's what him being safe doesn't, doesn't really nothing's added like there's no like there's no give and take there's nothing you don't need him for anything he doesn't need you for anything so what's holding you together yeah she even says he didn't challenge me at all he didn't push me out of my comfort zone right exactly it was just like safe comfortable after after you know something that happened in her life yes which we've all been there agreed and so um so they utilize her and isla her partner they utilize facebook to live to catch cheaters in the act and have racked up high profile clients in LA. Yeah, you know, they're right. like making a lucrative business guys. Yeah. They're like very selective on the clients mm-hmm. that they take now. Cause they can like charge big bucks for it, which is really smart. honestly. Yes, it is. I was like, Ooh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and they said, you know, they've never been wrong about a case ever. Yeah. So dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> But, but what happens whenever you have clients. whenever you have yeah, personal motivations in yeah, this? Exactly. Well, this never ever happened. Okay, now it's gonna happen. Yeah. So they have a new client, a socialite, trying to reconcile with her husband who has separated from her. Um, but she only wants to reconcile um if he is not cheating on her. So right. she's, tr- so she's she like, wants him followed to see if he's cheating and if he's um, not cheating, then she wants to try to make the marriage work again. Right. Okay. Cause they're separated, not divorced. So it's Blair's turn to be the bait. They like switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like who's like Ilo is the one right. in the alley. Yeah. Who's so the one for the team? The yeah. gross, disgusting. So now it's kiss. Blair's turn. Blair has right. to be the bait for the client and see if he takes it. Right. So that's where we're at. So, um, so I love it. How she goes shop, go on a shopping spree to get her, <laughs> outfit in her uh, mom bun and yoga pants yeah because she'd been isla's like you really you really need to change that <laughs> she's like such a mess y'all she is hilarious like i was immediately in love with blair yeah, i i love her too it's like she gives no fucks but then she's like well i guess i have to dress you know like i care i know <laughs> <She's> <laughs> i hate to say this is like me i'm like going to the grocery <laughs> store to get lettuce like i'm not gonna meet anybody in walmart um, yes i'm every, gonna see everybody, everybody i know yeah exactly everybody. jesus exactly so on the street in her yoga pants with licorice like falling out of her purse and all that she bumps into an old flame jesse beckett former nfl quarterback he's so fucking yeah, hot of course she does yeah of course <laughs> whenever she looks her worst not her worst but you know what i'm saying so the history between jesse and blair is that they met each other and it was like three weeks like kind of whirlwind and um it was just like they had this like strong connection connection but then he got traded yes and whenever he got traded he was just like i'm traded i'm traded and then he didn't buy yeah he didn't you know, say anything not like, like would you come with me would you come with me and so or she was expecting to make this like work, this was the or, one yeah exactly yeah but so she thought he was the one and instead mm-hmm. he was the one that got away yes and so she also happened to meet her ex-husband right after that romantic blow which is what like kind of this is what drove yes. her into her I ex-husband's agree. arms I, and i i think that's exactly what her motivation was like i'm not going to take a chance i'm going to go with this state yeah guy. like this guy's like nice fun comfortable yes. it's easy it's fine so anyway so now that she bumped into Jesse, she's like, oh my God, now she's like going like freaking crazy. Like in, internally, she's like, oh, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hope it's a, it's, it's a bitch. Yeah. So she's never really gotten closure with her ex, like we said, which is why she feels so unprepared to see Jesse because yeah. it's still like, she's not in a great place either. But Jesse asks for Blair's phone number and she does give it to him. So switch to Jesse's perspective. We get his POV now and we mm-hmm. see that his agent, like in hindsight, recommended that he leave a relationship behind because it could complicate his growing career. Mm-hmm. And he says, 
I shouldn't have taken that advice. But yes. he was like, I was focused on my career. I was like, oh, yeah. this is once in a yeah. lifetime. And he has his own issues that we'll discuss further. But he definitely thinks that he made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. As soon <laughs> so, as, yes. Yeah. And he says that he's been having a shit day until he saw Blair and is really focused on the way that her genuine smile affected him. I think that those words, genuine smile, those were really kind of red flag because he says it like it's he, it seems that he's jaded with like media attention and like yeah. fake people yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. that's why he's like very drawn. All he has Blair. is like sycophants around him. Right. Exactly. You know? And, um, so we get a quote from Jesse, which is very interesting because we don't have the whole story yet. And he mm-hmm. says, my fingers itched to text her. And yet a warning voice told me I shouldn't be doing any of that. Not when my life was such a clusterfuck of insanity, it wouldn't be right bringing her or anyone else into it, which I think that this is because yeah. we do find out he later on, he's the target and yes. his soon to be ex-wife <laughs> is the one wanting to know if he's cheating. Right. So he's technically not divorced yet, but I think it's important to have his POV too, because at no point is Jesse painted as a guy who like wants to be a cheater. Right. And like is thinking in that way. Right. So I think that that's important to have those types of thoughts in his head. And I like, I like having that because at at no point during the novel do I find Jesse unlikable. No, not at all. Like I, liked him all the way through it. I just started towards the end to feel like sorry for him. So, yeah, exactly. No, you're, 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 you're not going to get sorry. an HGA. <laughs> so he's meeting a woman named Vanessa for lunch, AKA his soon to be ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And he obviously, he, he would rather be anywhere else, but near her. Yeah. He has a load of animosity toward her. And yeah, he just says that their marriage was like a farce and she lied about what she wanted out of life. And so that's mm-hmm. all we get. And I love the breadcrumbs. Exactly. Like I've harped on this in multiple podcasts. I like it whenever we don't get info dump. I don't want all the background. I, I like whenever it's I just kind of like laid out in layers. Yes. Give us we, little pieces as mm-hmm. we go. And let us wonder. Let yes. us wonder. Let us wonder. That is excellent. Yeah, I want I want to guess and I want to be wrong sometimes too. I don't want to be right, but if I am right, I'm also like, haha, I was right. I'm taking notes, guys, (laughs) as an author. (laughs) So we learn that Vanessa is obsessed with appearances and fame, and she begged Jesse to hold off on the divorce since her new book on their perfect marriage (laughs) just came out, (laughs) and it's on the bestsellers list. And she was like, well, let well, well let's let it have its attention. Right. And, Cause paparazzi, paparazzi is like all over the place. And like, she loves it and she yes. loves it. And Jesse is a nice guy. And he was like, well, okay, I'll let you have that. He's too nice. Though, yeah. Guys. He's, he's way too, too nice, nice about this because she does not deserve any of no, this. He should have cut her. All. Hell like, fucking no. He should have been yeah. like, get out. She's even living in the guest house on his property. I don't even get that. Me like, neither. He's I'm way too like, nice to her. I'm like, she's a horrible, yeah, horrible Yeah, because like her new house being. wasn't built yet or whatever. Yeah, she bought just, a house and she needed to gut go the whole thing. go get a fucking apartment. Yeah. Okay? No. Anyway, God. anyway, moving on. Sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. So Blair, this is, this was my showdown scene. So Blair enters the bar where she has a description of her target and it's Jesse. And so immediately, of course, she drops down out of sight behind the bar. <laughs> And she's livid because he asked for her number and his poor wife thought he was cheating already. So yeah, he's so like, she's like, oh my God, he's God, a cheater. He is a Look, cheater. Look, he's having lunch with somebody. Yes, he asked for my number and there's this other girl over there, woman over there mm-hmm. and what the hell's going on? All right, so cute bartender named Colin, um, his man bun and his snake tattoo. Which I love how the snake tattoo has like, it's just like yes. a continuing, just kind of like joke yeah, between them. She's just like, she's like, the fuck mm. is that kind of tattoo? And he's like, I got it whenever I wanted <laughs> to be in like a motorcycle club. Yeah, whenever like I was he's young. Like, like very young like 19, he's like 19 years or whatever old. and it's just hilarious it's, like it's a it's mistake just, get over it yeah and so like <laughs> i like i just like the the dynamic. way that they are the dynamic between the dynamic them is so is so playful real and, and fun ah, i, love, I it. love it so he nicknames her spy girl and she calls him basement dweller because she bases all on the fact that he's like tattooed tatted right. up exactly and, like, bartender. bartender must live with his mother yeah. still like whatever mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. He does little not. does she know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he won't leave her alone so she asks him to try and lure the woman at the table with jesse away and so he agrees but he says he wants a date in exchange his mm-hmm. payment so i love how man. he likes her right off the bat 
Yeah, and he's he never lets up after this. He never lets up. He's so adorable. So Jesse appears behind Blair, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny, and asks if she's stalking him. And Colin, of course, covers for her, saying that they were about to go on a date. Yeah, and he was so, like, "My shift ends if you want to take that date now." Yeah, if you're ready to go on that date. So the kicker is though, Jesse is best friends with Colin. What? Okay, they're I did not best see it friends. I did not either, and that was like a really awesome. Like, I don't know, wrench to throw there. Yes. So, um, it does sort of remind me of the movie She's the Man. Me too, because it's like she likes him and he likes her and they like each other. And it's it's like like, this big, it's this funny triangle. This whole, yeah, this whole relationship is just like, it's crazy. That was 90s, wasn't it? No, it was 2000s. My God, y'all, I'm so old. If it's not 80s, I don't know it. Snob, I don't know. Nineties and the two thousands blend together for me, honestly. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so they all sit at a table, which is really interesting. I Colin's like, I'm going to pull up the table here with yeah, you guys. But I like how he's not like there the whole time because yeah. he's also tending. Yeah, he's bar, also tending bar, which he doesn't okay. need to be doing. Technically, no, he does not need to be what? doing that at all. No, which we're about to find out. So Colin is like popping in and out, you know, and Blair questions Jesse while playing the whole role of bait and everything. Yeah. But when Blair asks if Jesse is seeing anyone, he says, not really, is his response. Okay. Yeah, and all her internal monologue, this is all strikes against Jesse. Yes. She already knows. Yes. He's married. He's yes. separated, but not divorced. Mm-hmm. And he's not being forthcoming about yeah, he his does status. He does not that. say, I'm separated. Exactly. So this is all in – we also understand – Jesse's point of view, though, because he doesn't want to bring her into the craziness. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm separated from my wife, but I'm also not divorcing her yet because she wants to sell her bestseller book. Right. It's just so much shit. It's so complex. And and I'm sure he wants to make like a good impression on her. You know what I'm saying? So it's very complicated. I'm separated, but she's still living in the carriage house and like, you know, like whatever. You know what I mean? It's just too much to explain. Exactly. So after Jesse leaves, which I thought was interesting, Jesse leaves and she's like, I'm going to stay. So she stays. Okay. So Colin tells Blair to spill the goods on why she is spying on Jesse. And so she does. She tells him, okay, about her history with Jesse, how they had these three amazing weeks and that she, you know, was really into him. And then her ex-husband and her current business. She tells him everything, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Like she spilled her guts. So it just tells me that these two have chemistry immediately, Mm -hmm. you know, that she wants to, you know, sort of open up to him. So then we get in Colin's POV, we see that he is genuinely interested in Blair, but that her eyes had gone to Jesse every time during their conversation. And I love this freaking quote. Okay. This quote. For once I was invisible and I never realized how much it stung to feel that crackle of attraction and know it was (gasps) one-sided. Ugh. He's feeling unrequited love. But y'all, have we all felt this? Yes. I was just like, Jesus, Colin, yes. Like, and like the thing about Colin is he's not the type of person to feel jealous. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's like, it's just an yeah, emotion. He's not he's the jealous type at deal, all. Deal with it. But it also tells how he's already into her, like oh, really into her. Yes. You know, it's just a genuine connection was yeah. made and it cannot be denied. Guys cannot be denied. <laughs> so Blair uses her brother's invite to an NFL party because her brother's also in the NFL mm-hmm. to spy on some more. She needs more opportunities. Um, and this, makes her have a good alibi for being there because Jesse knows her brother. That's how they met. Right. That's how they met because he's in the... Yeah, exactly. So she hilariously splits her dress. This was honestly a backup scene (laughs) for me for a showdown scene. Like the dress that used to fit perfectly is like too tight. (laughs) She got a size smaller because she just liked the style. (laughs) And whenever she squats down because I think she runs into a waiter and she's trying to help him pick up stuff. Yeah. And... She so scared she him splits, somehow. She splits her dress and it goes <laughs> all the way up to her hip. And what happens is she's wearing a white Grecian dress and she's wearing black spanks. So yes. she cannot possibly keep them on. Yes. So she decides she was like, waiter, you have a waiter's corkscrew, don't you? And he like gives it to her and it has like a knife on the side. And she basically cuts herself out of the Sphinx while the waiter's like standing guard. Okay, so it's just like to so funny. I have to stop you for a minute. The scene with this young waiter is so fucking funny. Yeah, I this was, was my backup showdown scene. laughing. It is so funny. He's looking at her like, ma'am. Crazy she's like, lady. ma'am, ma'am. Yeah, she's no. It was so funny, y'all. But she's like so dedicated. She because if it was me, I would totally leave if my dress was split that bad. But she stays there, and I love 
there's this is also just like a little extra but whenever the waiter was like across the room she's like she's like oh my little friend and she like waved at him and she was like he waved back like a like a kid at a soccer meet waving to his, his mom, mom embarrassed yeah like his embarrassed like, by his mother hey, across mom, the room bye. like hey like stop looking I at thought me that was stop funny. talking to me so jesse and blair dance at this party because he does show up without his wife and mm-hmm. the connection is still there they still yeah. feel like that and yeah. jesse is feeling a little bit of guilt since he's technically still married but only yeah. because he's being nice about vanessa's book and so it's right. like he does feel the guilt he feels like he shouldn't be feeling this way toward a person like he's like mm-hmm. he's like emotionally cheating in a certain way but like vanessa's also not being truthful right. you know right. her motives are not her motives right which we haven't gotten all of that yet no but. not yet but jesse notices blair's split dress and wants to take her home immediately he's like i can like see your ass cheek like yeah like and he's like you know i, I don't he, and then he gets kind of jealous though he's like i don't want any of my you yeah know, yeah friends that's what to he says you. and like blair like likes it but then she's like no he's a cheater you know yeah. what i'm saying it's like it's that dual it's pull, that dual thing pull. yeah so outside they run into colin who is mm. jealous of his friend for so the first good. time in his life because he's leaving the party with Blair and yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Colin, we really, it really hammers home that this is like the real thing for Colin. Mm -hmm. And he says, she's a type who would stay. I'd want her to stay because women like that were the ones you kept forever. A thriving relationship with my equal was something I'd always wanted, but I'd given up on. I was a good, I was good for a quick screw. I knew how all my dates would end with nudity and several orgasms. But with her, well, she tempted a man, didn't she? So it's like we get the sense that Colin's kind of been used. Yes. Because he is so freaking rich. Yes. He is on that scene. Yeah, the guy, he he owns the bar. Yeah, I think he's worth... And he owns like the hotel. He owns like a bunch of stuff, right? We find out later he's worth like 50 million. So I mean like he's just rolling in it. Yes. And um, so he's feeling kind of jaded for also how yeah. jesse feels just like the farce the yeah. farceness of the and scene here's that they're in girl blair who is genuine to the core and just you quirky know? as fuck and just, and just hilarious crazy. so blair once again questions jesse because they're alone mm-hmm. on his relationship status and he says my ex doesn't like dogs so he does say my ex and whenever mm-hmm. she's like oh ex ex ex-wife are you divorced <laughs> and he says something like that so he's being evasive yes. she already knows the answers he's being I wish evasive he just said yeah that. i wish he would have said like i'm separated yeah but i'm separated but it's not official and we're working but you know what yeah. we still got to play into blair being a little bit biased because mm-hmm. she's like she doesn't want jesse to be in the same category as her ex-husband but right. she's also this is why her not getting closure with her ex, she's still not over it. And so this is personal for her. This, this, she, sh- first of all, shouldn't have taken the case. <laughs> yeah. Because of her personal connection with Jesse. But now she's like, she's biased and she cannot look at Jesse as just another client. And so she's judging him even harder. And she's not looking deeper into other motivations, like Vanessa's motivations. Mm-hmm. And she's not researching as well as she could have done. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that, honestly, I forget. Give her for not looking deeper, like later on in the story, because she's so personally invested in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can forgive her that. She's kind of being blinded to it. But the next day, Blair complains to Isla about Jesse flirting with her. And when his wife has written a tell-all book about their perfect marriage, like she she's read this <laughs> yeah. book, like, oh my God, look at this. Like he does all these things for her, mm-hmm. which goes to show you. Social mm-hmm. media and all the perception. It's not right. always, but it, it seems. It is perception. Not always, but it seems. Exactly. So um, from Jesse, we learned that the book was all lies, mm-hmm. that she basically made up the whole thing. And um, so Colin, Colin, I find this interesting. Blair calls up Colin because she needs a favor. She needs to get into Jesse's house to see if there's any evidence of <laughs> cheating. This is and so funny. Colin's so humoring Blair. Yeah. He's like, all right. And so like calls <laughs> Jesse like, hey, we're supposed to work out today. Gets him out the house so Blair can go spy. Yeah. And she like goes in as like a maid and then whenever like to sign up for the a new maid position and then she yeah. gets back she climbs she was supposed to have left by this time yes. but she climbs all back into the house <laughs> and she gets in and she's like looking in the pantry and she's just like yeah she's all of these all cereal boxes are freaking full like what the fuck is wrong with jesse yeah, and like why are you ordering why are you buying all this cereal that you don't even not eat? even eating like, it. what's happening your house is black and white it's, it's like the like walls are freaky, blank like ocd yeah. so nightmare. first of all this is important 
his style bothers her in the way that he lives bothers her because guess what? Jesse's also interested in perception and that's because of his background. We'll get into that a little bit yes. later because Colin, Colin yes. kind of gives her that info. But so we kind of see how different. Yeah. They're very different. How different like, Blair it, it, it's and Jesse Because we're, we're, we're getting before we even know who she's going to end up with that mm-hmm. her and Jesse signs. really don't suit. Not compatible. They really don't no. suit. That's not who she needs. Yeah. So she gets caught because they come back and she's still in the pantry. <laughs> and she texts Colin and she's <laughs> like, I'm in spot. the pantry. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my God. So Colin covers for her because, okay, so this he is goes it. This is Blair's point of view. <laughs> and she goes, I needed to get out fast. I grabbed my cell and texted Colin and seconds later I heard a ping Jesse says another one of your sex buddies Colin pauses and then oh yeah but this one's been really hard to tame you know the type a bit schizo but so hot you don't care that she asks to twist your nipples while she licks your nose (laughs) Jesse says seriously and Colin says she likes noses and snake tattoos loves them which (laughs) Blair does not like his snake tattoos it's just so tattoo. funny because Blair's listening to all of this yes. just and he knows great. she's listening so it's he's great. just playing it's great so Colin asked Colin asked for Jesse to like get lost or whatever and whenever Jesse goes upstairs to go like fetch a shirt Colin mm-hmm. goes up to Blair and like what the fuck <laughs> And then he's like, well, so I cover for you, so I need a date. Yeah. See, he's like trying to get his opportunities in with Blair, which I love it. He's so adorable. He is okay. adorable. He's fucking hilarious. I, I know, want him. Oh, I know, Colin. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so next we have Blair and Isla meet with Vanessa. Jesse. Vanessa. Vanessa. Already, I'm sorry, all the Vanessas in the world. I'm saying it with such loathing. Um, for the first time in person, and she is just as horrible as Jesse says she is. Yeah, in Jesse's point of view, we've heard about how horrible yes. she is, but we really haven't seen it. But like, yeah, and then we even see in Blair's point of view that she truly believes that she made him who he was. Like, you know, it was yes. all me. Like, I'm the one who made him. Is you know, like that's why she wants to stay with him because they're perfect together. They're perfect together. I'm the one who made him as famous as he is, and like, you know, he loves I deserve charity. I can help him with that. I'm yeah. like, God, it's so superficial. It's it insane. is. She's ridiculous. So, I hate the way that she orders like a uh, sparkling water with fresh mint or whatever. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> stupid. She's it's so she's pretentious. So it's so pretentious to Blair and Isla. It's yeah, horrible. Yeah, and then you got Blair here with her messy bun and licorice yeah. hanging out her lap. Just didn't <laughs> fucking care. I know. Anyway, so Blair does go out on a date with Colin, and he gives her the lowdown on Jesse. Yeah. Like okay. kind of background. Like, yes, I think that Blair is like pumping him for information. Like I need to know. I need to know. I need to and know he's the like, stuff. Okay. I'll let you in on a couple details or whatever. Yeah. It's like what my information, if it's good, then, you know, yeah. you'll owe me something. Right. So he has ulterior motives for revealing this, but you know, always. good ones. <laughs> so uh, we learned that Jesse has always chased perfection, um, stuff he didn't have growing up. He always wanted that life. Yeah, of, he grew like, up poor. Yes, yeah, he grew up poor. So he, he wanted the money stuff. and the security and mm-hmm. all of that the NFL Which is understandable provide. whenever you grow up that way and you crave right. security. Right. And so I think that was one reason he listened also to that agent who told him Mm -hmm. don't get caught up in this because you've got big things coming you know and so vanessa of course seemed perfect you know because she comes from wealth and everything else right and even though colin warned him away from her jesse still fell for vanessa's facade yeah just sad Mm -hmm. you know he wants to prove that he made it and vanessa was a symbol that he did did since she comes from a family of money right you know and that's but it, and it's sad because she tricked him into it like she made she him believe that she mm-hmm. wanted family yeah and i want to do this and she, she wanted, wanted to be a teacher, teacher. Yeah. like she never fucking went into teaching she wanted to be she the big caregiver basically nurturer. her actual goal in modern times is being an influencer basically she right. doesn't actually have like a job right. she's just a person that other people want to be and she's yeah. going to post about it saying her life's perfect so she's this basically is, the icon of superficiality yeah exactly you know i mean that is what she is mm-hmm. so, so she, and yeah. Jesse was like her meal ticket. Like, right. here's a person that right. will do my bidding. And it's so sad because, you know, he's she a nice really guy. took advantage of him. You oh, know, absolutely. He's such a way. nice guy. So, uh, and is still taking advantage of him. 
Yes. So this is where Blair finds out that Colin is Vanessa's brother. Yes, plot twist. I love that part. Whenever that happened, I, I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh so my many God. connections. So complex. And so we also find out that something happened between them, but Colin is really vague about their past. You know, it's something that changed the dynamic between Jesse, Vanessa, and again, him. And again, we don't just a know. little breadcrumb. Yes. And I like that. I like how it unfolds. It was good. So we have another mystery. We don't quite know what it is. So, um, Colin takes a kiss from Blair as payment for that information on Jesse. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Beautiful. It was a good kiss. Yes. So Blair feels uh, like her connection with Jesse has severed at this point, And that this thing with Colin feels very, you know, like we've been friends for years. Like I've known him forever. Like there's this connection, Which you know, I find that I really gravitate towards that kind of feeling, mm-hmm. but I, because I feel like it's not just like a lust feeling. It's like, right. Do you feel it's comfortable not. with this person in a way that goes beyond just lust? Like yeah. you're, the attraction isn't just physical. The attraction is, you know, this guy, I don't challenges know. Challenges me. Just yes. like she said that her ex-husband did not challenge her. Yes. He does. He does in and all those ways. He's not even the type that she would normally go for. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, he's exactly yeah. what she And that, she the needs. kiss sort of like seals the deal where she's like, oh exactly. shit. Exactly. Because this the thing big. about Jesse is she remembers like it was the best kiss of her life, but mm-hmm. it also happened years ago. And right. so like this is like something that like really sparks. Yeah. And so Jesse's fading into the yes, background at this definitely. point. Definitely. Yeah. After that kiss, he's fading. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, Blair is still determined to find proof of Jesse's cheating and Colin only agrees to help her because if Jesse is cheating, they need to nip it in the bud because Vanessa would take him for everything. She would take his money. Mm-hmm. And so he is basically, I'm with you because I want to protect him. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, protect my best friend because he knows what kind of person his sister is, which is really also mm-hmm. kind of sad. It, but, is, yeah, it is. I don't you know. I mean, it's very sad that brother-sister relationship just is not there. It's not there at all, you know. So Blair comes to Colin's party the next night, and <laughs> he is so into her, y'all. Yes, because, like, like, we get his POV, like, in the beginning. He's yes. just sitting there waiting. Like, he has all these people surrounding him. So mm-hmm. many people surrounding his huge mansion. Yeah, And he's just looking at the door waiting for her to arrive. And whenever she does, he is just like oh, blown away. And I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> and I love it. He's, uh, I love how he dresses like, uh, he dresses like the hired help and stuff. Like, cause he wants to blend in. He doesn't like to stand out. That's sort of Colin's, you know, yeah, they mode. Had a good quote about that. Just like, and I feel for Colin. Yes. And so he, um, so we kind of see him sort of mingling around and stuff. And then, we see that he feels super possessive when Jesse gets there. When Jesse gets there, he he gets super possessive over Blair and eventually talks to Blair into leaving the party, which is, guys, his own birthday party. He's like, <laughs> I don't care. You know, yeah, whatever. he just wants to be with her. Yeah, he's like, wherever you're going is where I'm going. So um, he doesn't – where he doesn't actually want to be. He doesn't care with all these people that are there at all. No. But I love this quote he tells her. He says – you're wondering what the hell you're doing in here instead of out there. The past always looks better through I got fucked over glasses. You think you still want him. You're wrong. Which is so true. Yes. I Colin, love that he's the one that tells Colin her. Colin is dropping truth bombs. And Blair mm-hmm. knows it too, but she's still, it's like, I feel like her, not obsession with Jesse, yeah. but the reason why she's still hung up, hung up on this mm-hmm. thing is because he was such a nice guy. She does not want to believe that he has become this cheater, this person, this right. type of man that she loathes. Yes. Because it's like, like it's like almost like it's happening to her again, even yeah. though it's not happening to yeah. her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I it's agree. like she's reliving it because, yeah. like I said, she yeah. doesn't have she closure. She doesn't want to believe that this good guy, this mm-hmm. good guy from her past could be just like all the right. others. Exactly. You but know? then she has Colin right in front of her. Colin does not want the night to end though. And, like no. invites her back to like his penthouse no. and stuff no. like that. And so, so they just like so hang we out, which is Awesome. guys. So we also discovered that Bla- Blair discovers that Colin is 29 and she's 35. Which she's um, like, oh my god, I kissed the baby. Yes, I'm like robbing the cradle. And or Colin like, is like, that does not phase me yeah. at all. Yeah. So, But he's a lot more mature, you know, even though he's very playful. I mean, he's he's a mature man. Yeah. Um, 
And then we have, I love this quote by Blair. I always place myself in the shoes of the victim every time I try to rescue others from the same fate, never thinking about how easy it is to justify an action when we want, when we want that other person so badly. I like this because I feel like her perspective on it, it's changing now. Yes. What she does is kind of changing a little bit because she gets a text from Jesse just saying like, Oh, what are you doing? Whatever. And so she's just like, it would be so easy if I didn't have Colin right here. Yeah. What would I do? What would my response be right. to him? If I wasn't part of these dirty exes, would I mm-hmm. still respond to him knowing what I know? It's just like I never thought about that perspective, how much you can justify yourself doing yes. it. And yes. I think that it's very telling that she's only now thinking about the side of things whenever she's with Colin, whenever mm-hmm. she's talking things over with Colin. Right. And he's making her better. He's kind of healing her in a way yes. that makes her head more clear yeah and so i think that's important to know she's growing she's growing she's evolving and it's awesome and it's because colin brings out the best in her yes so colin is able to get blair to open up about herself and examine her reasons for being in the pi business and about how she never got closure on the x and that's really what this is all about right you know and so she also finally just gives in to colin and they have a Guys, super beautiful. hot scene hot. on the swing. I'm getting, a, I'm, I'm getting a little like hot and heavy hot. just thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, we really want hashtag uh, swing, swing conolingus to yeah. be a thing right now. Hell fucking yeah. So he has these swings in his penthouse like living room. <laughs> they're like around the around fire. fire. <laughs> like they're just like little swings. So she sits on one and starts swinging. Well, of course, he like pushes her. When she comes back, he grabs the edges of her panties and they just come off when she swings back. And yeah, he does. Jesus, y'all. Yeah, seriously. he does. <laughs> she gives him the Lord. He gives her the Lord's kiss. The Lord's kiss. Yes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And then they fall asleep in bed together without having sex. Because yes. he's not looking for fulfillment for himself. Yeah. Which, he just wanted to pleasure her, which I is love nice. That. I'm sorry. I like that kind of thing. So Blair tries to gracefully slip out in the morning <laughs> because she's still kind of fucked up about her ex still. Yeah. Um, she doesn't trust this thing with Colin. She doesn't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. She knows his reputation as a ladies man. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, how can I ever be enough for him? Like it's very much she's insecure because she thinks that it's something wrong with her. Right. That's what, right. Obviously something's wrong with her. Jesse left. Her mm-hmm. ex has been cheated. So it's just like, how can I hold Colin, this younger guy yeah. who's a multimillionaire who has his pick of like the social Any lights woman of LA. Any could possibly want. So understandable yeah. how she's feeling vulnerable. And, but Colin's like, no, I want you to stay for breakfast. And this is my scene. And he seems mm-hmm. to know all her fears and insecurities and isn't letting her get away with it, which is telling that they're just connected so deeply yeah. already. He cooks her the eggs and whenever she asks why he isn't eating them, he says, oh, I don't eat eggs. I just have them for baking. And it throws her for a loop because she's looking for the hidden meaning and everything and overanalyzing the fuck out of all of their interactions. <laughs> like, so while Colin is in the shower and Blair's eating her eggs, Blair walks in. <laughs> And asked why he cooked her eggs. And he decides to get honest. Because at first he was just like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. And she's like, no, why? And he goes, because I like you. And maybe, just maybe, I figured if I fed you, you'd stay. Oh. And she just like, and she's like, we both have work. And he was like, well, then come back after. And oh. it's just like, he just wants to be with her. And she just like, decision made right then, right there. They have hot shower Y'all, sex. And she's like, Tarzan, this Tarzan man with his hair flowing down his back. Fucking <laughs> right, baby. It's just so erotic. Oh my I God, love it. It's so good. So even whenever Blair tries to pull away later, like stuff happens, Blair tries to pull away later and she She's feeling vulnerable. Colin won't let her, and I like this. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, he gets a little bit of advice from Jesse, which Jesse doesn't even know that he's giving advice to Colin <laughs> about Blair, which is hilarious. It's just funny. And he shows up at her house with flowers and red licorice, which she always likes to have yes. hanging around, and doesn't care that she's in ratty pajamas, like literally with holes in them. <laughs> she spilled ice cream on herself yeah. earlier. She just like looks looking like a hot a mess. mess. And he just like, I don't fucking care. And he was like, oh, you're into unicorns. Like, because it was like unicorns. He was like, I would have brought mine. It's just like nothing <laughs> phases so him. Cute. He's just I so cute, amazing. And then whenever he asks her, he's like, what's wrong? And she says everything. And it's like a whole Jesse cheating drama. Like she found mm-hmm. out that he was meeting with a woman and took pictures and whatever. Yeah. And Colin responds with, 
tell me one thing, then we'll work on the next thing and the next after that. And I'm that just like, so good. you need a man that's there yes. for the good times and the bad. Yes. And he's there for it. So Colin tells Blair, he opens up as well, mm-hmm. tells Blair about his late wife. Yeah. Then we hear his tragedy. His tragedy. And how they play, how, how it all played out between Vanessa and Jesse. Mm-hmm. So what happened was they were all friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, he and his wife got married young. And one night they were all hanging out, Jesse, Vanessa, Colin, and his wife. And Vanessa wanted more wine. And Colin's wife is the only one sober enough to go get it. And in the process of going get more wine, she got into a car accident and she died. Yeah. So it was like Colin kind of blames Vanessa a little bit for that because it's yeah. like if you weren't so fucking insistent on needing more fucking wine, yeah. what if, what if, what ifs, what ifs are terrible. Yeah, what ifs are awful. Awful, awful, I mean, awful. It, you know, obviously we know it's not really her fault, but it. Right. I, I can also see and his I'm perspective. I'm sure it gutted Vanessa too. I'm not saying that yeah, it didn't obviously, yeah. But Vanessa also has other points <laughs> against her. Yes. Um, after all that, everything just spiraled like Jesse and Vanessa Vanessa got married anyway, um, even though obviously it wasn't a good idea. And also he opens up that Vanessa actually had an abortion, which was shocking to Jesse because he didn't even know about it until after the fact. And Vanessa claimed to want kids, but then her excuse is like, it's going to mess with my career. So obviously she never wanted kids and she lied to Jesse about that whole thing. So basically this is all of her motivations for marrying Jesse were a lie. She never went into teaching. She never wanted to have a family. She wanted money and fame. Exactly. That's what she wanted. So it's like, now we get Vanessa's true colors Mm -hmm. and why her and Colin aren't close because of Colin's wife and also because the way that she treats Jesse. Right. So Blair fully commits herself to Colin, realizing that he is the real deal Mm -hmm. and that he doesn't shy away from the hard times. And they're already actually communicating and pushing each other out of their comfort zones. Like she has that like clicking aha moment. Like we're Mm -hmm. talking about shit that's just like deep, heavy. This could have him running for the hills. I could be running for the hills, but we're still opening up to each other. So that's important. Then we switch to Jesse. Jesse gets a call from his publicist saying that they need him to be a last minute replacement for a charity. And he had been wanting to represent this charity like for a long time. So he wants Colin to come with him. Colin always is like kind of like his wingman. Mm-hmm. And especially now that Vanessa decided to invite herself <sighs> on the trip. Of and that's the because that's because Blair did send her that picture of Jesse meeting with his blonde woman for lunch. Yes. So Vanessa's like suspicious and she's like ready to like catch him. And so mm-hmm. Vanessa goes to Blair and Isla's um their their place of work. Vanessa wants Blair to come on the trip to Cambodia. Because Vanessa knows that Blair and Jesse have history mm-hmm. and she wants Blair to be bait so that she can prove Jesse is a cheater. So this that she whole can take scene, all his money. Exactly. This whole scene definitely shows how awful Vanessa is because she just like super manipulative. So manipulative, blackmailing Blair because mm-hmm. and, and I mean like Blair and Isla have Vanessa's number at this point and know that she wants manufactured evidence of cheating so right. that she can blackmail Jesse. But the problem is that Vanessa is also blackmailing Blair and Isla and she's starting to like ruin their credibility, their business, right. all kind of stuff. And so it's like uh, they're stuck they between all a feel like place. Yeah, forced into this mm-hmm. situation. And um, coincidentally, Colin also wanted Blair to go on this trip anyway. So, yeah, it works so he's out. like, yeah. So they all go to Cambodia <laughs> on this trip. And uh, all hell breaks fucking loose I on this know, trip. But okay? I, lo- I love all the sneaky there's scenes. There's so much Colin sneaky scenes. I mean, there's so much we haven't so even gotten good. to. You've really got to read the book to get the full yeah, effect. Yeah. But we're going to go into all of them. But shit y'all. just goes down because obviously with all the players in the mix in one place, there's no way. There's oh, yeah. no way that there's, this is not coming it's out. It's crazy. You know? It's so good. So Jesse thinks he's finally going to be free of Vanessa after the Cambodia trip. He's surprising her with finalizing the divorce papers as soon as they get back. So yeah. that's his plan. He's okay? excited. He's so excited. Yes, he's, he's looking so to his excited. future. Yeah. So he's like feeling really good at this point. But um, he thinks he can move on with Blair. That's his plan. And gets really flirty with her. Yeah, like on the plane and stuff. And Colin... Y'all, Colin does not like this at all. I love we get in his point of view. He says, this is my woman. Like he is Mm -hmm. like claiming her in his head and it is the fucking sexiest 
You know how Juliet is with her claiming scenes. I love my she, claiming scenes. I love it when he's like, mine. But you know, and I, I get it because it's, it's like, it's sexy whenever a man knows what he wants. And that's what it is. It's not like he's going, you're mine. And like, like, you know, chaining her to a chair or some no, shit. No, he's like, but this he's is mine like, forever. I love her. You can't her. have she mine forever. She is mine. Exactly. That's, she's my forever. Mm-hmm. Very much. And so it's just, it's, and it's such an interesting dynamic because they're all like playing these roles, these parts, you Yeah, know? Colin knows that Blair's supposed to be bait. Like, right. Blair didn't hide the fact that it's Vanessa's not, legit blackmailing it's her. It's like, oh shit. It's just a clusterfuck it of is, just craziness. It is. Oh my God. So uh, Blair doesn't like it either though when he's really flirty with her, but she just feels like caught because of Vanessa forcing their hands Fucking Vanessa. This, I mean, she know? ruined everything. But I love like at the night um, before they kind of get into the later night activities, whatever, Colin warns Jesse because that is his best friend. He mm-hmm. says, don't take the bait. And Jesse doesn't really understand what he's talking about. He's like, okay. But like, he's like, he's just giving his bestie, his bro. He's giving him a chance. Like, yeah. Like, look, you I know. know what they got planned. Like, in my head, I got to give him a little please, warning. Please, bro, don't do it. Like, you please know? Please don't. Like, I know that Blair's tempting. I know that yes. the promise of something better than Vanessa is so tempting yeah. to take, but you've been so strong throughout this whole fucking thing. Just hold out, man. If he had just, like, divorced her, just then we wouldn't be here. Just the divorce, but, but so, not with Blair. <laughs> yeah. So later, when Vanessa forces Blair to be alone with Jesse, Blair is obviously shaken she is literally like shaking trembling yes okay she doesn't want to do this yeah she doesn't want to do it but she just feels like she has to and jesse notices and then realizes that blair is the bait that colin warned him about and so it all just blows up it's just ridiculous Yes, a, lo- a lot of shit happens a lot of shit happens so just as blair is was going to explain to furious Jesse, Colin appears to break up their interlude because he can't stand the thought that of Jesse and Blair, even though Blair was trying to do her job. Like he, he's so afraid that Blair is going to kiss Jesse. He can't even manage it. He he's like, yeah, I fucking so, like, can't take it. Colin you know? jumps in. He's like bust Isla's up in the there. middle. Isla Vanessa's jumps in. Right Vanessa jumps in. It's a crazy clusterfuck. Y'all It is hilarious. It's awesome. So Jesse blows up on everyone because he's like, y'all all lied and tried to trick him when the woman he had been meeting with and who Blair took pictures of was his divorce attorney, which is where, which is where yeah. PI Blair do your research. Yeah. Go research her too. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like if I, she found, should have. I would go see what. And, but I think she was just too emotionally into this. Exactly. One. Which is why I forgive her. Yes. Because in the beginning of the book, whenever Isla finds out that Blair and Jesse have a history, she's like, we should not take this case. Right. And she thinks that she can handle it. Right. But it's too personal. You don't yeah. take cases yeah. like this. This is why you don't and do she, it. You're, she just wasn't thinking clearly. No. I think if she had been thinking and that's clearly, why I forgive she would her have it. looked into it. And I exactly. agree with you. I totally. So Vanessa bursts into fake tears. Biot with her fucking hater. crocodile <laughs> tears. Whatever. Go the fuck away. But Jesse is like done, which I love that part. He's like had enough of her. He tells her to fly home and there will be divorce papers waiting for yeah, your ass. Like, like I'm done. I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. So I really love that part that Jesse got some vindication from this right you know? exactly he's like i'm done with this i watched yeah he finally gets to abandon the nice guy routine and he's yeah. just like when he realizes I'm what a bitch it. she mm-hmm. really is yeah, i like it. i've i've been I've as done- nice as possible <laughs> he's been Through all the shit that you've done yes. to me i've been so nice and you still not enough yeah yeah so fuck you yeah which, exactly. rightfully so fuck you vanessa so <laughs> anyway so Colin and Jesse know that Vanessa is a toxic person who came to find out had been the one cheating on Jesse the whole time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's so sad. She Which even is- tells Jesse, she's like, I didn't even know if the baby was yours or not. And it's just like, oh, oh my God, rub my salt God. in the wound. You're a fucking whore too. Like she's on top of being a bitch. She's a terrible person. She's the worst. Like poor Colin. That's your sister. I'm so sorry. God, that <laughs> sucks balls. So anyway, so Jesse forgives them for being pulled into the nasty Vanessa web. He kind of gets it. Like she pulled him in, you know, yeah, and so he kind of understands. It's explained because yeah. I like... Isla goes to Jesse yeah. and tells him all about yeah. the blackmail. Yes. He's like, tells look. him like, look, this really is not Colin's fault. It's not Blair's, Blair's fault. fault. This is yeah. what your, your crazy ex-wife no, well, was doing. Current wife, not yeah. even ex. Exactly. If he had done things what right, then she would be his ex. But yeah. so anyway, that's oh, where well. we're at. Oh, well. Yeah. He got there. That's what matters. Thank goodness. 
back in LA. We get back from <laughs> Cambodia, the craziness. Blair, this is like a couple months later, and Blair runs into her ex-husband, who is shopping for wine. First of all, can I just say, oh I like God. screamed whenever yes. whenever um, Blair was just like, oh, the Prisoner's a great red blend. I'm like, that is my fucking favorite wine. Yes. I was like, the Prisoner, I love it. Oh, <laughs> like, we should have been drinking right. that tonight. Oh my God. Yeah. We know I'm saving it for Game of Thrones. But yeah, I did. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so anyway, um, so Rucka, even like she's such, she's a bigger person. She's like, if you're looking for a red blend, the prisoner is a great blend. <laughs> Talking to her ex-husband yeah, and her she's like ex-best super friend. Cordial. She's very cordial. Yeah, to them. it's still with the bitch that cheated on. Exactly. Yeah. So they actually, which I like this, they actually say that they're sorry for the way things went down. Mm-hmm. Like they apologize for her walking in that way and all yeah. that. And like, I'm so sorry we hurt you. And Blair needed that because she wasn't even, so she wasn't even... It was very painful. That was her best friend. Yeah, and she never yelled at them. She never asked for an explanation at all. She just walked away. And so, yeah, exactly. So Blair accepts their apology, mm-hmm. and she's getting the closure that she needs. And it's also she's also in a good place, right? Relationship wise, right. like she's just in a good place. Well, Colin shows up and is all snuggly. He's all snuggly with Blair. And he's also fucking hot. He's beautiful. (laughs) And they're like jaws drop. Yes, that's awesome. This hot guy, you know. Ex-husband's kind of like, wait, 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 what? Y'all, this is like the dream payback. Yeah, exactly. Dream. Wait, and it gets better because Jesse walks in, Isla walks in, Mm -hmm. and Jesse is famous football player. Okay. He He might be former NFL, but he's famous. Yeah. And so the ex-best friend who's currently with the ex-husband is all like, oh, you're Jesse oh my God. You're Jesse yes. And like they're fawning over him. And Jesse, I love the way that Jesse plays into this. Jesse's like, oh, well, Colin here, he owns this hotel, this hotel, this hotel. He's the one that you really <laughs> would want to be autographed by. Yeah. Because he, he wants, he knows what he, he's doing. Mm-hmm. He wants them to know. That Blair is with a person that is like fucking a ton times better than you. <laughs> a gajillion times like, better oh, than you. Oh, you think I'm good? She's oh, actually yeah. dating someone who is far richer yes. than me. And look at his, and look at his hot superficial people. <laughs> exactly. They're superficial people. Yes. And so you throw superficial shit in their face. Yeah, it's awesome. So anyway, I just love it because Jesse's like, please tell me that was the ex-husband. Because yeah. if not, I would sound like a douche. <laughs> I was a total dick if otherwise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's awesome. So it's very cute. And then yeah. later on, Colin proposes to Blair with a ring at the bottom of a whiskey glass, yeah. which is a big thing for them because this is hilarious. We never explained this, but Jesse often orders whiskey in public mm-hmm. because he thinks that that's what he should be drinking whenever Colin's <laughs> like, he really wants beer. Yeah. And, and they have this whole conversation, Blair and Colin, like, if you want beer, man, just drink, drink beer. A beer. Like, they're just like talking yeah. about Jesse with Jesse not there. Yeah. And so, like, they both like whiskey. Yeah. And it's just it's such a very cute note to end it was on. Very like, cute. She almost like, she like chokes on her whiskey whenever she's like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? And he's like, well, it's a six carat engagement ring. <laughs> Six carat. What the fuck? Like, Blair's not going to know what to do with that. No, no. She's going to be like, I'm going to lose it. So anyway, I just really, really, really enjoyed this book. I did too. I I loved it so much. I hope y'all gave it a chance because it's truly amazing. And if you're, y'all, if you're not like a a triangle, love triangle person, like trust me. This is the love triangle for you if you're not a love triangle person. exactly. Because it's not what you're thinking. You know, it's it's just written so well. Rachel Van Dyken did an amazing job. She really did. I love it. Mm-hmm. a lot and then the second book is jesse's story so he does get an yes. ata just not with blair guess who it is do you gonna tell him you're gonna tell him who it is no okay go read, read the, the blurb, blurb. <laughs> anyway so that's been fun we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one where we'll be reviewing a promise of fire by amanda boucher thanks so much for listening this goes out to all the fangirls life's better with a little hea